and welcome to Artifacts. I'm your host, Marissa Dickens, and today's guest is award-winning Toledo choreographer, dancer, teacher, and fitness instructor, Alyssa Brutlog. Hello! <laughs> it's about time you come on this podcast. Let me just say it. <laughs> Girl, my first podcast ever. I love listening to podcasts. I have never been on one. What podcast do you like to listen to? I am an armchair, so I love Armchair Expert and everything they produce under their umbrella. I'm like, it's like a big part of my week. <laughs> so <laughs> happy to be here. And it's weird to be talking on one, but I love it. Thanks for having me. Yes. So Alyssa and I work together at Company C Dance Club, and that's how we met. And we just always chat about dance and life. And I'm like, she would be great to have on. I love your choreography. So I want to dive into that too, because I'm obsessed with you and your work. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. I love having you as a friend. And I mean, we work together, we, but we're not teaching in the same room. So it's always fun to catch up with you. And yeah, let's talk about work and life and yeah. art. Well, first off, how are you? How how are you doing in the craziness of December? I'm good. December is kicking my ass. <laughs> it kind of is. I'm looking forward to slowing down during the holidays, but I'm doing good. I have a lot of projects going on and I feel like I'm really just juggling them and trying to finish everything, but all good things. So how are you? I'm doing okay. Again, yeah, holidays are busy. We're going Good, through. we're here. Yeah, we're, we're here. here. Let's, let's be present. That's what I'm doing. So let's take it back. What was dance like for you growing up? I started dance when I was three. I have been dancing all my life. I started dancing in Traverse City, Michigan, and just started with like a recreational program. My mom was a dance teacher. So dance was always in the home also growing up. It was just super natural and exciting to do it in the classroom and I never turned back. So I started recreational and that, as soon as I could compete, I started competing. I think that was around age seven or eight. And um, around age nine, I believe, nine or 10, I moved down to Toledo and I've been here since dancing. I trained in all styles from ballet to jazz, tap, hip hop, contemporary. I tried to dabble in it all. And the studios I grew up in really valued being a versatile dancer. So I'm super grateful for that in my career. And then the competition part was just like, for me, really fun because I met my closest friends through the teams there. and. I was just performing a lot. Like it wasn't just like a recreational one recital a year. I was performing multiple times a year. And I think that really pushed me. What style did you gravitate towards the most? Growing up, I loved, loved tap dancing. It came easy to me because I was creating sounds. I loved hearing the dance I was making. It sounds weird, but 
like being a musician and a dancer was super exciting to me. And I really, I mean, anyone who knows me now knows I'm like a music nerd and I love counting music. I love playing with musicality and I attribute that to my top dance training. I perform tap a lot. So all of my solos growing up were tap. My first solo was tap. Um, when I was, I think, six years old, six or seven. And it's so cute to see like my my little feet going <laughs> all the way back then. I wish I could tap more. So talk about college and Western Michigan University. Was that program primarily focused in choreography? Is that how you got started in choreography? I've always loved choreography. Like I remember like vividly as a child, always 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 driving in the car with headphones in just visualizing and like daydreaming dances in my head that's where my mind would go it was just picturing dances and i would love daydreaming like i could do that all day i would be improvising in my basement like i would always be showing little dances or solos to my mom like we all did you know putting on shows for our family (laughs) But I feel like I just like the daydreaming thing had me always, I always kind of knew I wanted to do that. My first dance I ever choreographed was for my high school dance team. And it was a group project. So it was like all the captains made up our hip hop dance together. And that dance ended up winning the state competition that year, which was a huge deal. So exciting that we had such a, you know, creative part of it and usually you're getting choreographed on and so to be able to make it up and see it win was super exciting and we were so proud of it once that kind of you know popped off and won the state competition people found out that I had a hand in creating that and I was then asked around the city to create hip-hop dances for other high school dance teams for the next year So like my senior year of high school, I was choreographing hip hop dances for other schools and then also the hip hop dance at my studio at Company C. So I started as a hip hop choreographer, which is crazy because I haven't done that in maybe six years. (laughs) But I got my I got my hands into making things and I chose Western. I highly recommend that program but i chose it for me because it was trifocal so they trained equally in modern ballet and jazz dance which is not something you see everywhere they have so many choreography opportunities i was able to start choreographing right away my freshman year in the student dance concert and that's i feel like pretty rare in programs across the country you're able to choreograph every year there's three choreography classes all with different focuses and as a bfa dance major your senior project is to choreograph so i really felt just prepared for anything leaving there my choreography class my freshman year was focused on making a solo dance that's hard yeah I feel so better than a group piece because with group pieces, you have more room for visuals with multiple people in different traffic patterns. And Mm -hmm. I feel like a solo is harder to create like a three minute piece that has a beginning, middle and end, but it's not one note. Yes, I totally agree. It's harder to keep interesting for me. 
And we started right away with that. <laughs> but I, I appreciated it though, because it's like, find your voice and you know, just how you have one tool to work with. That class changed my life. And I absolutely fell in love with how you could think about choreography. I learned like, you know, how to get a real deep idea, how to research it and how to show it through movement. I learned how to give feedback. I learned how to get feedback. We watched a lot of videos in that class of old and iconic choreographers. And I was just like eyes wide open, exposed to like what was possible. Can you touch now upon like your process? I know it's different between solo versus a group piece versus dance team versus a competition piece. Like, but as a whole, if you yeah. have a point, what or what are the steps you take in order to come up with a dance? Yeah. I think I'm going to sound like a nerd right now, but <laughs> I'm going to take all your nerdness and love it. So <laughs> I, so I, for any kind of thing I'm creating for, like you said, dance team, competition, music, whatever I'm doing, who knows? I start the same and I always start with a song, always, whether I'm given the song or I'm picking the song, I know that first. And uh, that is the most important thing to me in my work. She's got the best <laughs> playlist. Look at my Spotify. If I don't like a song, I am not gonna create a good dance. And I know that about myself and I wish I could make it work always, but I can't. But that now I'm running into like, like I just did a musical and I can't say no to that music. So I'm learning how to focus more on the storytelling in that way or to maybe find the meaning of the song. But I'm really lucky because in the musicals I've done, I generally like the music. But I, I think I'm more so saying in the projects that I have the hand in picking in, that's the most important. Once I pick a song, I'm gonna improv to it. I always start in the studio with myself and I try to just turn my brain off. I film it and then I'll do that a couple times for an hour or so. I'll watch it back. I will pinpoint things I liked and kind of start from there. It always differs what's next. I'll either create a phrase or I'll start from the top and then I will take it to the dancers and make it happen. The other thing I think that's always the same is that I, when I'm in the studio with dancers, I think a lot in my head I call it, if you've worked with me before, you've probably heard me say I had a vision. <laughs> like I get visions in my head and it's really not like, I'm not like seeing a dancer in my brain, but I'm more so like feeling what kinesthetically I want to do next or what the stage needs or something. So I stand and stare a lot in the studio and I'm just trying to like find the right thing. And I always comes from like the physicality of my body so music improv and visions is how i do it that's my that's my trifecta can you describe your movement style for someone who's never seen your work or seen you move yeah i create with a fusion of styles and that's because of my training in everything and uh, my work is always musically driven. Like I said, uh, counts are super important to me. I'm count I'm a crazy counter. And if you are a dancer of mine, then you will be counting. 
and you have to dance on the counts. And that's something I think that sets my work apart is the musicality and the rhythm of my movement. I really try to play with um, like a tap dancer would, like being another musician in the song, but with my body. I really am loving lately, like really bound, like hard movement, especially when a cast of women, like I love seeing women angry and kind of the gritty emotions and not being soft all the time. And I think that's the practice I'm trying to do in life and it shows up in my work. Yeah, I can see it, especially my favorite piece is your recent one, somebody that I used to know. I like to use this word a lot too with your movement abandonment but also mm. like the hard hitting like the hard hitting moments but then letting go and then I like works that make me feel something like immediately and I'm like oh my god immediately I'm like <gasps> you know yeah thank you thank you I'm super proud of that work and I love the word abandon I think that's a great word and I think I use that a lot actually with my dancers they are required to both be so aggressive and let go in the same way and that is hard <laughs> we work a lot of hours into making it happen because if it's not fully right it's not going to be emotional it's not going to work for the audience so those students specifically are I'm so proud of them because that was not easy and they killed it so you've got experience working in concert dance, you did a competition dance and dance team. You've yeah. been involved with musical theater. Can you talk about your work with the Croswell's Theater, The Prom? Yeah, I just got done with The Prom. I think it, pre it premiered in September. It was such a beautiful experience. I've done a couple musicals before that. This one, I was working with a cast of all ages. I think the youngest was maybe 16, 15, around that age. And the oldest cast member was in their 50s or 60s. And it was a blast. I had a dream team of directors. I love musicals because it's so collaborative. Like there's a story to work with and there's music, but everything else is kind of like up to you. So the costumes, the, the set, it's a level of like telling a story that sometimes dance doesn't get to do using set and props and and costumes in that way. Sometimes in the dance studios I work at, I'm fighting a lot of perfectionism. And in I have not run into that yet in the musical theater world in the same way, I should say, like people are silly and willing to try and willing to be a fool there. And I left every rehearsal just beaming because Everyone was in, yeah. What work are you most proud of that you've done so far? Oh, I don't know if I can't answer that. Um, I try to find a lot of pride in everything I do because it's all so hard. <laughs> I feel most proud when I see the end product and the growth of whatever the work is, especially working with kids like they are on a journey and my job is to help them get there. And so I work really closely with my students and like them becoming the artists that they can be. And I feel like once they show it on stage and we hit that goal, it's like, that's when I feel the most pride. 
I think maybe if I had to pick one, I somebody that I used to know is my most recent work where I'm like, I don't think I would have changed anything in that. Like, I feel like that's what it should have been. And I, we achieved it. So super proud of that one, I guess. I want to shift to teaching because you teach a lot of classes, a lot of different age groups, a lot of styles, and you teach alongside your mom, which I think is like, again, going full circle. So mm. what has it been like being, coming back to Toledo and teaching all these kiddos? It's the most fun job in the world. <laughs> it's so fun. So uh, when I'm not doing a gig or choreographing or traveling, I'm usually at the studio teaching in some capacity. That's kind of my weeknight thing. And it has been so special. I feel so connected to Company C just because I grew up there, I trained there, and my mom owns the place. Like it is so close to my heart in all ways. And I've known most of these kids since they were four or five years old. And I watched them grow up and graduate when they're 18. And it's so fulfilling and just so it's so fun to be on that journey and to be a part of their training in any way, whether or not they continue with dance. I know that they will leave the studio a uh, a person ready for anything that they choose just because we really you know strive for them to be like responsible a teammate a hard worker and setting goals achieving them like it's all part of the job and that helps anyone in life so all the things amazing. yes what is the best advice you've received about dance and, and what advice would you give to your students? The first thing that comes to mind about advice, a lot of teachers growing up said, leave it at the door. Like, don't bring <laughs> your crap into the studio. Don't bring your bad mood, your bad day here. Like, leave it at the door. We're here to focus. I think there's some truth to that sometimes. But there was a teacher in college, shout out Whitney. <laughs> she said once to bring it in and work with it and to use it and that changed my life in the way i take class i use that in my choreography now and like if you have a bad day don't leave it bring it in the studio and use it as fuel or like get it out or shake it out or express it use your life as an inspiration to your art whether you're creating or dancing so I love that. I loved when I got that advice. I still think about that. I would say that to my students. I think I have said it to them. Another thing I, this is like kind of practical. I don't know if it's super inspiring, but what also I'm telling my students is that you never know where your next opportunity or job will come from. Like you never know. <laughs> so networking is super important being nice to people, being a genuine friend, like not going into situations thinking, I'm right. going to network and just going in like genuinely interested in people and just wanting to just have friends in the field. Because 99% of my gigs and my jobs have come from friends or 
people that have heard of me through friends, word of mouth, seen my work and you know, it's not really auditions anymore. I feel like with dancers, like, yes, they exist, but also showing up to an audition, never having shown your face there before. It's just like, I don't think that is the smartest way or that is even a way anymore. I feel like you have to know people, you have to have relationships as a creator and a dancer. Yeah. Stay open, meet new people. I like those. I've definitely heard the phrase, leave all that stuff off the door, which mm -hmm. I, as a young person, it's like, yeah, I want dance to just be fun. But I think, yes, as I've gotten older, it's like, it's good to tell young students, yeah, are you feeling down? Well, let's just, let's work through it. The other day, last week, I had my preteen class. They're like age um, sixth grade, maybe average. I had them journal about their feelings about their day and then dance about it. And they didn't have to tell me what they journaled about, but some of them were crying in the class. I was like, even these sixth graders need an outlet, probably especially the sixth graders need an outlet. Rough. Yeah. Rough time, you know? So I just, I, they were like, thank you for letting us do that. And I'm going to do this at home more. And I'm like, yes queen please go cry in your bedroom that's um, that's why we do this we're lucky to have dance for that you know <laughs> and those moments are so special to those students like to have a teacher who's supportive but also pushing them yeah i take it very seriously like being a, an influential i was just telling a student this this week being an influential adult in these kids life is very important to think about what you're doing and saying and bringing to them. So I think about that a lot. And some new experiences. Um, dance church. We need to talk about dance church. This is my saving grace. Ah! <laughs> what is dance church? Where did it come from? And how can people do it? Because for anyone listening, you need dance church. It's just... It's a given. Yeah. Yes. Talk about letting your feelings out. Every time I go to dance church, I'm coming in with baggage. And I'm like... <laughs> bring it and work with it yes okay so dance church is my favorite thing right now was introduced to it when i moved to seattle immediately after college i lived there for eight months and i moved home to toledo because of the pandemic i digress i was in seattle i would go take dance class during the day like ballet and modern. And some of those people in the room were going to teach dance church later. And I was like, what is dance church? Like I needed to go. So I showed up. It was so amazing and life-changing. And basically the backstory is 10 years ago, this choreographer in Seattle named Kate Wallach started a class for anyone and everyone called dance church. And it's half dance fitness and half dance party. I like to say that it's like just an hour of dancing at a wedding where someone yeah. tells you what to do. It really <laughs> is. So I show up to this dance church class in Seattle and it's a dark room in a dark studio and there's a dancer teaching it in the middle of the room and there's a hundred people around me literally just dancing like no one is watching. And sweating together laughing together dancing together it is the most fun you'll ever have so sweaty such a good workout so i fell in love with it moved back to toledo 
started teaching here and then recently this past year they did an open call for people who wanted to bring dance church to their city so i applied immediately and i was like dance church needs to be in toledo i need to teach it i miss it so much and i was approved i got the job so i brought dance church to toledo and you can experience it with me teaching we teach it at company c dance club and you can sign up online i have details on my instagram and my facebook too we right now have class on mondays at 6 30 p.m but keep an eye out because sometimes other days will pop up I know I have a class after Christmas on the 27th at 6.30 p.m. And if you've ever needed a new form of cardio, this is the one to try. <laughs> but like new year, new you, new fitness class. Like Yes. Enjoy. And it, I've, I'll tell you, you won't even realize you're working out. Bring your friends, bring your mom. My mom comes every week. It's for anyone, any age, you no know, experience required. Ugh. It's my favorite thing. And then you have another new thing that I didn't know about. You have a new work that it's called If Tears Were Diamonds. And I'll share more, please, because I was like, wait, <laughs> work? What? She's submitting it? What? She's traveling? What? Yeah, I know. This popped up quick. So <laughs> earlier this year, I challenged myself. I wanted to make a new work that was initiated by me, not someone hiring me i just wanted to try it by myself and i had three dancer friends in town people i grew up with at company c we kind of reunited they all are graduated now have dance degrees beautiful dancers and they were home and i was like i'm gonna create a trio in my spare time and i because i had this song in the back pocket and i was like i think it's time to do this song and I got a little support from the Arts Commission to shout out to help pay for this creation, not having any idea what I was going to do with it, but I just wanted to have something new. And I submitted the work to perform in St. Louis at the Dare to Dance Festival through Madco Dance Company, and um, it was accepted. So I am now working on bringing that work back, trying to relearn it. I might be performing in it, I'm not sure. And then we're traveling to St. Louis together to perform with other dance companies from around the Midwest region. And yeah, it's the world premiere of what's this new piece, dance. What's the piece about? What's, or what was the inspiration behind it? Yeah, so the song, If Tears Were Diamonds, is from this amazing artist called Bad Temper Joe, shout out. <laughs> And it's a blues song. It's very uh, cowboy vibe. It's very tense and dramatic. And the idea of the work is that the three dancers are a version or a part of oneself. So they're all kind of fighting or like fighting to keep each other up because it's like high stakes because if one falls then the whole thing collapses. So that's the idea. We'll see. We'll see. I'm still working on it, finishing it, but I really am excited by it and I really like it. So I will be posting clips as I get back into it. You can follow me on Instagram 
and um, I am collecting money through my GoFundMe on my Facebook page. If you would like to support this project, literally a dollar will help us. It is very expensive to travel and pay dancers. And I really work hard to pay a fair wage for these dancers. They're working their butts off and any support is appreciated. And that is coming up quick. So we are accepting donations now. <laughs> Thank you. And your Insta and Facebook, it's just your name. Alyssa Brutlog, yes. Yay, I'm so excited for you. Look at you, like, you are a go-getter. Ah! Like, once a creator, always a creator. You just you just keep going and find, you create more opportunities for yourself, which- Thank you. Is a great artist. Thank you, I try. I am definitely not a bored person right now. I feel so grateful and lucky to have this as a career and I just love, dance so much so thank you for letting me talk about it <laughs> before we go let's do some fun rapid fire questions ah okay i'm nervous favorite dancer to watch nicholas p yep you know what i'm talking about palmquist palmquist palm quest. love Obsessed. him yes. his musicality his body like oh, i wow. look to him so much for inspiration wow okay love he's amazing shout out <laughs> person you want to create with um I want to work with a fashion designer I don't know I don't know uh I love Tom Brown's work he's awesome maybe that's a, that's a dream favorite song to dance to right now mm, um got it started Troy Sivan Toledo's best kept secret uh, I don't think it's a secret at all. Maddie and Bella, I'm there many times a week. <laughs> Pirouette or a kick? Neither. No, a kick. Oh, what, what's option C? Give me option C. Uh, floor work. <gasps> That's a good one. And when you're not busy dancing, choreographing, working out, what do you like to do for yourself? I watch a lot of trash TV. Trash TV. What kind of trash? <laughs> trash like not trash to me. Not trash to me, but I love the Kardashians. I think they're so yeah. crazy and their world is so different. I love home remodel shows. I love cooking shows. Like things that just turn my brain off. And yeah, I love that. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm glad we did this. So cool that you do this. Thank you for having me. And so good to talk to you. Even yeah. if it's on a podcast, I love love chatting with you. Yes. And thank you to everyone who's been listening in. And stay tuned for another episode in the new year, 2024. Artifacts is still going. We are still here. So get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Baby,